radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? Already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast. Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome, everyone, to the Week 4 Preview Show. Fantasy Football, Scoop, and... Oop. I am Tony. I am joined, as always, by Turtle. Uh, we're still a two-man show here. Uh, still wishing the best for prime time. I don't know. I think enough time has passed since our last show that I think we can make a few jokes. Like, uh, I don't know. Hope, hope you got your swim trunks on. Uh, uh, hopefully you, you have uh, a boat maybe. I don't know. You got any jokes you want to throw at prime time? No, I, I, I buried them all last show. <laughs> you blew through them out already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I buried them deep down inside. True. They shall not be said. You yeah. cut them deep, yeah. Best wishes. Well, it's week four already, if you can believe it. Uh, and we do have a London game. Now, I know you'll be awake because uh, the Vikings are playing the Saints in London. So tell me about your Sunday. How are you going to wake you gonna wake up to watch this? Uh, are you pissed off about it are you happy because then you can you can you get to watch your team and then you can do the whole you can do the whole rest of the day do whatever you want how how are you feeling about hate it i hate it i absolutely hate it i have a sunday ritual i wake up at 10 30 that way i don't have to sit there and wait for any news all the news is coming out right then i make all my changes and then i go you know plop my fat ass on the couch like that's that's what's gonna happen. Now I have to wake up at I don't even know when seven o'clock. When does the game start? Eight thirty. Uh yeah, I think it's like eight thirty uh, Central Time. Yeah yeah Sunday. Yeah no, that's fucking just awful. I'll hate it, but I'll be up. You know I like it when it's like Jacksonville versus like uh, Oakland or something. Some like two shitty teams that I don't have anything invested in. But uh, there's some there's some fantasy players going to London this weekend. I mean, you got you, you got your Dalvin Cooks, your Justin Jeffersons, you got your Alvin Kamara's, your uh, Jameis Winston's. And of course, your boy your boy Kirky. Now, I believe it will be prime time in London when they play this game. So, do you think the uh, the prime time curse will travel across the ocean? 
I sure hope not. <laughs> like, please don't do that. That would make this game so bad. Who wants to watch Jameis Winston throw to fucking Marquez Callaway and stuff like that? Nobody wants to see that. They they want to see the people that paid for Justin Jefferson needs to score some goddamn touchdowns over in London. He, he needs to get the gritty on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out about the Kirk Cousins curse uh, if, if the primetime uh, travels across time zones. I guess we'll see. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Let's do the waiver wire. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. All right, uh, since primetime has been abducted by aliens again, uh, we'll be doing this waiver wire for you guys. It's a blessing for you guys to hear this. So uh, it looks like the highest bid this week was $12 on Greg Dortch. By yeah, <laughs> dropping Nico Collins. Um, I was also informed that there was another twelve dollar bid on Greg Dortch. <laughs> uh, I would. Who love... are you guys and why? Yeah, why? Why the fuck twelve dollars for both of you? <laughs> I just I'm curious as to why the twelve dollars for both of you, uh, and who the other person was. Well, we uh, already know why point. BDI bid twelve dollars because he's financially irresponsible. Uh, he is he, he only has 67 fab dollars left for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, I would love to know who that other failed bid was. So Same. <laughs> uh, looks like next up we got Ninad with uh, Samaj P. Ryan for $11. And uh, dropping Rashad White, Tampa Bay's running back. Yeah, that's. I don't know too much about either. Yeah, that's that's. Is Mixon hurt? Joe Mixon insurance. That's all that is. Yeah, Joe Mixon. I think did not finish that game last week. I uh, don't know if he's practicing yet this week. But uh, eleven dollars, a lot of money. Uh, nobody bid on Samaj P. Ryan. Didn't want to bid on any of these guys. Uh, and then next up, we got Crack Ass Crackers, who acquired. Tyler Boyd for $6, dropping Gerald Everett, who he acquired last week for Fab Money, I believe. Uh, and then we got Atlanta Falcons defense acquired by Crack Ass Crackers and dropping the Vegas Raiders defense. That's that's Just, that's a lot of Bengals for uh, Kowalski. I mean, he's, he's already got uh, T. Higgins, and now he picks up Tyler Boyd. I mean, if if Jamar Chase ever gets hurt, I guess he'll be living in it, living in the money here. But uh, interesting choice. T. Higgins alive? I, I think so. He's had two concussions in the last three weeks. Oh, did he get another concussion last week? I didn't see that. Yeah, that's why he got knocked out of the game. Okay, well, I guess then that's that explains the six dollar bid. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and that that little. is not healthy. I mean. Uh, I, we've seen athletes in other sports and in football. Like, if you get concussions in like a short amount of time, that is not good. So usually they'll be like overly cautious with the with with the rehab. So um, interesting. Yeah, wrecked Lashawn McCoy. Yep. Uh, and then we have a free move. We have the new starting quarterback for the New Wave Hookers Five, Marcus Mariota. And releasing that good-for-nothing Jimmy Garoppolo. 
So you were right. You would. You said last week you'd rather cut him than play him, and looks like you are a man of your word. Uh, you are cutting Jimmy G. Yeah, the guy's garbage, and I'm not going to keep this guy to see Trey Lance another year. Trey Lance has officially fucked me hard, so that's <laughs> what it's worth. All right, you heard it here first. All right, let's get to some emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. And our first email comes from Dan Kowalski, and it's titled, Would You Rather? And I guess this is a (laughs) would-you-rather question, Turtle. Here it goes. And it reads, Do the old no-pants dance with Heidi Klum, but you get Seal's face with lupus on it, or (laughs) no dance with Heidi Klum and keep your face unscarred? So I guess uh, Seal's face is lupus-related and not an accident like we speculated irresponsibly uh, last week. So, Turtle, what would you what would you rather do? I'm confused. What is the question? Would I rather keep my face or bang Heidi Klum with Seal's face? Yes, that is the question. Do I get just a scar on my face like Seal's or Seal's actual face? Uh, it says Seal's face with lupus, so it, the entire face. Lupus. Uh, yeah, good lord. That could really raise some questions. Um, I'll keep my face and not bang Heidi Klum, I guess. Okay. I'm going to go the other way. Uh, I mean, Heidi Klum, I mean, not, I mean, just look at the pictures. Uh, but I will say this. Like, when I first saw Seal's face, I think it was... Uh, the crazy video, like back in the nineties, you know, like everybody, I'm like curious, like, Oh, that's, that's interesting. I wonder what happened to that guy. And it's like a, it's like a characteristic, you know what I mean? Like it, it didn't, it didn't hold him back. Obviously he married Heidi Klum. So things are good for seal with his face. And, uh, I would like to be seal, even if it means having that face. Is it just his face or is it his face with lupus? Why is the with lupus on there? Like, that makes me think that it's his face, but worse. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like worded funny. I don't know. Does his face already have lupus? I don't, I don't even know what lupus is. Adding the lupus. To, I, it's the thing that uh, is never what it is on house. He always says it's lupus and they always try it and it's never lupus. <laughs> wow. Pulling out the house references. That's 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 digging deep for that one, buddy. I love house. Yeah, I don't know what lupus is. Uh, Hanzo or Kowalski, hit us back. Let us know. Uh, let's go to the next email. Uh, it's from Kowalski again. It says, Matt Ryan has the athleticism of Stephen Hawking. I mean, I got news for you. Matt Ryan has been the slowest quarterback in the league for, like, the past 10 years. And... Tom Brady also plays in the league. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it doesn't get any slower <laughs> than Matt Ryan, and it, it has been like that for a while. Next, email. Again, from Kowalski. Kowalski, you're killing it this, this year, man. Keep it up. Uh, we need the content, especially this week without, without Bishop. Uh, Seriously. <laughs> titled James Robinson, and the subject is, man, I was way off on this guy. First, I was out because of Urban Meyer and his brown thumb. 
I suppose I was right about how bad Urban was since he didn't even last one season. Then James Robinson tears his Achilles, so I'm thinking he won't be ready for the season. It won't be the same when he comes back. I hop on the ETN train, but it seems to be operated by Amtrak. <laughs> nice pick, Giuseppe. That's why you're the 15-time champ. Uh, James Robinson, I, I'm going to say it's unprecedented what's happening right now. Usually an Achilles is like a death sentence for a running back. The, I mean, the, that Achilles is responsible for the explosion, uh, the, the quick cuts, the suddenness of, of, of a running back. And I'm, I don't think he played in preseason at all. I think he got his first action in the regular season turtle. So, like, I mean, we've seen some pretty crazy recoveries with, like, ACLs and stuff. I don't ever remember an Achilles like this where, where it's just it seemed like it never happened. Yeah, I don't know. If you bet against every single player who's ever had torn their Achilles, you'd be rich as fuck. Like, it, it just, like, that's the facts. So this is just unprecedented, like you said. I, I don't know what to do. I did end up getting him in one league, and it was by accident because everybody took all the middle-round running backs, but I, this guy's nuts. He just keeps doing it over and over and over again. He's like one of those... Uh, he's better than Cordero Patterson. At least he gets touches. Cordero Patterson was getting like seven touches and, you know, three touchdowns. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to... Yes, that's Oh, sorry. I hit the wrong button. Um, <laughs> we got some more emails. Hold on, Giuseppe. We'll get to you in a little bit. Um, next email we have, again, from Kowalski, and it's titled Clyde, in quotes, Jerome Bettis Edwards Hilaire. Seven rushes, zero yards, and one touchdown. That is some Jerome Bettis-ass stats, if I've ever seen them. Especially, especially like Bettis on like the Lions. I think he played with before he retired. Is that right? Was he a Lion? I don't have a clue. I don't, I've only known him to play on the Steelers. I'm pretty sure he was bad with the Lions. But anyway, next email, and it comes from Hatori Hanzo, and we, we still get it. The Ninjoku Watch 2022, and it reads. David Ninjoku's value to BDI has skyrocketed. How much fab will BDI spend for his services? <laughs> Week 3 was a breakout for Ninjoku, hauling in 9 receptions, good for 89 yards, and a touchdown, yielding 18 points for no one. <laughs> I love this. That's my favorite segment of the whole show. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was hoping that the Ninjoku watch would continue, and it looks like it has, so... Uh, very, very glad to see that. Um, so let's go to the next email. And again, it's from Hattori Hanzo. And this one is called Mackenzie Watch 2022. I'm sensing a theme. And it reads, Last week, BDI cut Isaiah McKenzie for Tyler Lockett. Guess who scored more points in week three? Alas, BDI could have kept McKenzie and Ninjoku, and he still would have lost. <laughs> so Hanzo's keeping receipts of all the all the all the moves that uh that BDI seems to be making. Alright, this one's interesting. Um this is a little long. I'm gonna do my best to, to shrink this down. Um 
Kowalski sends another email, and it says, content filler while bitch face is swallowed by the ocean. Question mark, too soon? Uh, no, it is not too soon. Thank you for sending this. Um, and it's a long email, basically um, talking about players with two first names. Turtle, you know what I'm talking about? So, like, you know, Derek Henry, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, guy with two first names. So here's, yeah, here's the highly idealized no competition draft order I came up with, uh, with fairly reasonable ADPs for guys with two first names. So pick number one, Derek Henry. Pick number two, Debo Samuel. I guess that that qualifies. Uh, Number three, Ezekiel Elliott. Four, Lamar Jackson. I I guess Jackson can be a first name if you're like a, a weird rich Right, white person. Um, number five, Elijah Mitchell. Number six, A.J. Dillon. <laughs> number seven, Michael Thomas. Um, number nine, Christian Kirk. <laughs> Ten, Justin Tucker. I guess I guess Tucker could technically be a first name. Uh, Eleven, Melvin Gordon. Number twelve, Trevor Lawrence. 13, Devontae Parker. Again, I don't know about that one. Uh, Some effort right here. Like, good Lord. Yeah, he's, he's going deep. He's digging deep. Uh, 14, Khalil Herbert. That one definitely technically qualifies. And 15, Gerald Everett. I'm going to throw the flag on Gerald Everett. I don't know. I've never seen an Everett as a first. Uh, Everett sounds like, yeah, that sounds like a, a guy, like, sitting on a dock. Chewing on a piece of straw, <laughs> like that sounds like an Everett. <laughs> All right, what so about Logan Thomas. <laughs> Here's where this e- email gets really interesting to me. Uh, in week three, had you played the optimal lineup, it would have looked like this: Lamar Jackson, Khalil Herbert, Derrick Henry, Devontae Parker, Christian Kirk, Melvin Gordon, Justin Tucker, Bills defense. I don't know how he gets Bills defense, but whatever. Uh, so thank you for the very long email and content as always. All right, next email. I think this is our last email from again from Kowalski, and it says stat of the week. It reads, "Hopefully this will be the running theme all year." Piggybacking on last week's Bears stat, Mohamed Sanu. You remember Mohamed Sanu, uh, longtime journeyman wide receiver. Used to throw a lot of passes, so it's, it reads this. Muhammad Sanu only has 64 less passing yards over his entire career over what Justin Fields has done this season. Despite having 37 fewer pass attempts over his career, um, <clears throat> eight for Muhammad Sanu's entire career, and Fields has 45 attempts this season. So... Uh, Mohamed Sanu is a more <laughs> efficient passer than Justin Fields. All right. Well, thank you, Hanzo and Kowalski, for the emails. They are greatly appreciated and needed this week. Let's get to Giuseppe. I know he was very, uh, very antsy to get in his uh, audio clip. So here we go. What's up, guys? Welcome to week four. First and foremost, I want to congratulate Mike for that great performance last week. He ended up putting up over a hundred, the only team to do so and defeated me. But you know, I'm not 
worried or mad or upset about it. You know, it happens in fantasy football. You can be the second highest scoring team and you still end up losing, you know. And not only that, but I mean, I lost against three people, not just one. Because if I was just playing Mike, it would have been one thing. But I played Mike plus Tony being too cheap to pay for Jared Goff, who scored a lot more points than the zero that Justin Fields did. And for Worm, who is way too quick to cut the Dallas Cowboys defense, who they've won both games since he released them. And instead of Mike starting Arizona, he was able to start the Dallas Cowboys defense. So Worm, Tony, and Mike combined beat me this week by nine points. So, um, you know, I'll try better next time to try to beat more than just one guy. You know, it's, it's Matt this week, so I'll check the waiver wire and see, you know, who in the league helped him out in order to beat me. But best of luck, guys. People in Florida, please stay safe and good luck in your games. Uh, thank you, Giuseppe. Um, love, love having the weekly audio clip and, uh, throwing out some, some haymakers there. Uh, he's throwing shade my way because I didn't get my, my waiver ad last week. He's, he's complaining about Mike and worm (laughs) and, uh, I love it. Keep it coming. And, uh, let's talk about prediction results from last week. I led the way with four out of six. Uh, we we all had Turtle and Pee Wee winning, and, of course, they both lost. Uh, so uh, I led the way with four out of six. Giuseppe with three out of six. Tied with Bishop, who also had three out of six. And Turtle, buddy, one out of six. One out of six. It was a fucking stupid week. <laughs> this bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, it was stupid. I'll give you that. But uh, the the season long total, Giuseppe's in the lead with eleven correct. Myself and Primetime are tied at ten correct, so we're one behind. And Turtle is bringing up the rear with only six correct. Well, the good thing is it's early, Turtle, and uh, you know you can still come back. You got a lot of season left, but uh, you you got to start hitting some upsets. So, um. Full disclosure, I did not get Giuseppe or Primetime's picks before we recorded this podcast. I will try to get them before this pub- this episode publishes, but uh, it may be difficult given that they are in different countries and dealing with natural disasters. Uh, but uh, I will go by the honor code, and uh, if we don't get it before the, the, the episode is published, I, I think... Uh, I think we'll let this one slide, Turtle. What do you think? You're you're in you're in this pool too. Fuck that! I'm coming off a one and six here. We need get your picks in, motherfuckers. I don't care about no hurricanes. Get your picks in. And whatever uh, Giuseppe's excuse is, you sent us a goddamn audio clip. Minute and forty five seconds. You complaining? Couldn't send in the goddamn picks with it. If you lose someone off the fucking waiver wire this week, you really got it bad because uh, it looked like Greg Dortch is out there. <laughs> Maybe Giuseppe was the Dortch uh, failed Oh, bid. God, that would be the funniest. <laughs> and he was so distraught over not landing. I doubt it. I doubt it. Greg I doubt Dortch. It. I doubt it. He's got stuck <laughs> like Adam Thielen. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the matchup. This is going to be weird because uh, we have the first matchup, and usually – you know, we let other people pick when when we're involved in the matchups. So it's going to be my occasional crotch chop versus Turtles New Wave Hookers 5. 
and RT Sports says I am a 13 and a half point favorite with a 81% chance of winning. Um, I don't feel great about this week playing you. Uh, I, I know Dalvin Cook is questionable. I know that uh, he has played with that uh, shoulder dislocation before. Um, he scares me. I know Jamal Williams is probably going to get the all of the uh, all of the workload here against the Seattle Seahawks with Swift being hurt. So your matchups are a little scary to me, but uh, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna pick myself. I think I'm going to win very narrowly. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, this is the biggest spread according to RT sports, but I don't see it being this, this bad. I think you got a shot, a legit shot to beat me this week, but I'm going to take myself. Um, so what do you think, buddy? I'm going to pick you as a hedge. Um, I, my team is nuts. I think they just don't score together ever or touchdowns. I just don't get it. Um. Yeah, we had the Jefferson week one, and then Amon Ra week two, and then you know they just like take turns. Uh, plus, we got the newly added uh, Marcus—I forgot his name—Marcus Mariota stack with Drake London. So I, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just praying to God for touchdowns. That's it. If I can get some touchdowns this week, I might be able to pull off a sneaky win. But uh, you got a great team. Christian McCaffrey is hurt. So that could make it like a lot closer. I yeah. know uh, both your running backs weren't practicing. Yeah, I, I I'm thinking about maybe getting some Devin Singletary in there for AJ Dillon. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do yet, um, but uh, I, I am worried about McCaffrey. Um, I I saw he had a thigh injury, which it's probably a, a bone bruise or some some sort of bruise, which is going to be like a pain tolerance thing so i don't know what's going to happen if he practices tomorrow and friday then then i'll fire him up but uh i'll be watching that one real close that's for sure change my pick i'm picking myself i'm gonna score touchdowns this week okay and i'm gonna go yeah all right you went first anyway so i didn't i didn't use any that's all right yeah yeah i'm gonna pick myself and just hope to get lucky like I said, I I thought about picking you just just because of uh, your matchups, but uh, I I don't know. I think something weird. I got that... it. You got you, you have a good team. I mean, like your team is great. You got Josh Allen, which is like the biggest safety blanket in the world. So uh, it's easy when you just start with thirty points. That's like what I'm putting up right now. I just think something weird's gonna happen to you, like it always does. Like your kicker's gonna miss like four field goals or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always Monday night too. Yeah. Oh, we got a Thursday. Yeah. So Thursday night. Thursday. Yeah, it'll be I'll Thursday. start with a fucking minus eight. Yeah, you're gonna start negative eight. Yeah, so something something weird is gonna happen as it always does. So I'm hoping for a little luck here. Uh, let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the next matchup, and we have Kowalski's Cracka Ass Crackas versus Bishop's All Day and Turtle. This is pretty much a pick'em. Uh, Kowalski is a one point favorite. Uh, according to RT Sports, though, he has a 66% chance of winning. So uh, how do you see it? Oh, man. Um, I 
I think Haywell's going to get the win. I just, Tom Brady and Chase Edmonds and Jeff Wilson, it's just a whole lot of what, what mediocrity. <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> not great. Yeah, Cooper Cup, but if he scores 10 points again, you just can't beat anything. So I, I think uh, K-Wall, even with T. Higgins being a little banged up, he, he might have the Tyler Boyd swap in. He's got two good quarterbacks, is you know, anchored down by Jonathan Taylor. So I think he's got enough to, to get past the 0-3 primetime, who is hopefully still alive. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to agree with you. I think K-Wall wins this matchup. Uh, I would be very worried about Tom Brady's fantasy outlook this season. Um, I, I don't know, like what's going on there. I know everybody was hurt last week or suspended, but I think Mike Evans is definitely coming back this week. I don't know about the other two, Julio and Godwin. Um, you, you might just, you know, have to ride out the storm, uh, pun intended here until, until all the receivers get back. Uh, so for that reason, I'm going to take, um, Kowalski, excuse me. And I think a big game for Jonathan Taylor is incoming because the last two weeks he has not really lived up to his, uh, fantasy potential. So I think, uh, big game coming from JT and, uh, let's go to the next matchup. And we have Pee Wee McLean's Cologne Rocks versus Mike's. Lucky Luciano's, and this is another pick'em. It's a one-point favorite for Mike, and a fifty-eight percent chance of winning. Haven't had much time to look at matchups here, so let me give it a quick peek here. Uh, nothing really too fancy from last week. We ha- haven't seen any any changes really. The one thing I am worried about um, is Patrick Mahomes versus Tampa Bay. Uh, that has been looking like one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, so I'm going to pick Mike Lucky Luciano's. I think uh, I think he gets it done this week. I think Debo is going to have a monster week. Um, get into the end zone, maybe maybe two touchdowns. And I don't know. It's the the, the any anything in Denver right now is bad, and he's he's got a lot invested in Javante Williams. And I just I, I got to see it before I start believing Turtle. So I'm going to take Mike here. All right, I'm going to go with Pee Wee McLean. Uh, as we stated, I have to get different. I think this spot is good enough to get different in. Um, Javante, I like Javante Williams this this week. Uh, Melvin Gordon's banged up. We saw C.D. Lamb. Uh, he did have a bad drop, but he redeemed himself by just catching everything afterwards. And uh, they play against the Commanders, or football team, whatever you want to call them. And their defense is very porous. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I am not scared of any matchup. The guy can score five, six touchdowns against literally anybody. He's got that kind of upside to do it on any given week. I think he has a good week this week. And uh, Mike's coming off a huge week. I, I doubt they go back-to-back. As we've seen, things kind of bounce around, so yep. I'm going to go with Pee Wee McLean. Okay. And the next matchup, we have Giuseppe's The Ted Lasso Way versus Matt's Kyler's Paradise.
Which is a shout out to the recently passed Coolio with Gangsta's Paradise. Uh, this is breaking news in terms of when we're recording the podcast. Uh, Coolio just passed away, or at least the news of his passing just hit the world about like I don't know, 15 minutes before we started recording Turtle. So, shout out to to Matt for showing some respect and love for Coolio. I got nothing but love for Coolio. Uh, I bought many of his tapes when I was a child. Um, yeah, I said tapes. That's right. I'm old. And uh, Matt is a four-point favorite this week. 68% chance to win. I guess uh, I'll let you go first here. Um, and what do you yeah, think? Right, I got my queued up. Um. I think the waiver wire is is really going to get uh, Giuseppe this week, and I'm going to choose Matt. Explain. Just, I don't know. He's just fucking whining about people picking up. I mean, the guy scored nine points. A quarterback scored nine points, and he's fucking crying about it. And like, dang it, but couldn't send in picks. Couldn't send in picks. So now we have to hold up production of this extensive podcast so that we can get your picks in so that it could all be fair. Enjoy your old dudes this week. I think Matt just gets it done. I like Matt's team. I really don't hate Giuseppe. I love you. <laughs> but I really hope you lose. Wow. Okay. I also love Matt's team. Uh, I love Lamar Jackson. Uh, I love I love Tyreek Hill and that offense. I think uh, they'll, they'll probably get back on track this week. And, um, yeah, I think... Uh, Team Ramondre is going to do it to, to Giuseppe. Uh, I think Ramondre Stevenson has been slowly working his way into a bigger role. He had a 15-point performance last week. Uh, I think he will uh, have a good game this week. And we got Keenan Allen, uh, who's iffy to play. I don't know if he's going to play. We'll see. And uh, we have all the a uh, couple other old guys. We got Mike Evans coming back from uh, from a suspension. And Adam Thielen uh, over in London. Who knows what's going to happen there? And uh, I guess I, I'm 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 a forever skeptic on James Robinson. Like I, he's like he's like Cordero Patterson for me. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna bet against him every time, and uh, eventually I'm gonna be right. So let's see if it's this week. I guess. Rest in peace, Coolio. Pour one out for the homie. You know what I'm saying. Let's go to the next matchup. And it's Worms Team Taylor versus BDI's D's Nuts, the second coming. Worm is a three-point favorite, but BDI is a 58% chance to win. I still will never understand how that's possible. Uh, Saquon Barkley against the Bears. Saquon Barkley against the Bears. Uh, I I don't I don't know if uh, <laughs> well I mean the last time Saquon Barkley played the Bears is when he tore his ACL. So that's about the only thing that can stop him this week from having a monster game. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know is the game at Soldier Field because you know the turf uh, 
<laughs> tore his ACL last time he was there. I'm going to take Worm. I think Worm gets it done. I, I, I would be panicking about the Justin Herbert thing right now. Uh, who's his backup? Uh, Jameis. I'd probably roll Jameis over over Justin Herbert this week. So I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Worm. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not gonna be able to get different in this matchup. Uh, I'll take Worm as well. He just he's got good players on his team. He's two and one. Uh, the opposing team is starting Greg Dorch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at this. Alvin Kamara and Antonio Gibson. His two like starting running backs are on the bench. Same with Allen Robinson. He now has a lineup of Khalil Herbert, Tyler Lockett, Diggs, Dorch. It's just like everybody that was good last week. And it's a revolving door of everybody that was good last week. And then he just fucking never plays his starters right. because he's playing whoever was good last week. So <laughs> He's always chasing uh, points. I, I'm going to pick, yes, always. I'm gonna go with Worm easily. Yeah, bet uh, playing Tyler Lockett and Greg Dortch over Alvin Kamara is uh, interesting. Uh, that's that's a word that I could use in this situation. Um, so, yeah, BDI. I don't know what the hell you're doing, uh, but I think you're gonna lose. So, let's go to the last matchup, and we have Micah's. Team Serbia versus Santino's Wolfpack. Number one stunner. Santino. 41 points. 41 points last week. Anyway, uh, Micah is a 12.5 point favorite with a 97% chance of win. Turtle, have you ever seen a 97% chance to win? In this league, no. This is this is fucked up, RT. You guys give me the thirteen and a half points. Yeah, and he has twelve and a half, but he's only got three percent chance to win. I don't, I don't get it. This line should be thirty points. This, I think, he, I think Micah covers the thirty. Honestly, uh, yeah, yeah. I give give me Micah if by the line was for, If the line was Santino, over under forty one points. What do you take? Well, I mean, he hasn't made any lineup changes. Let's let's give him that. Uh, Jarvis Landry, I don't I don't think he's gonna play, so he probably won't have him in there. Uh, probably gets Jerry Judy in there if I had to guess. Uh, and I think he's got to make that move to uh, Trevor Lawrence, but but Santino is an enigma, as we've been saying all these many years. Uh, trying to predict what he's gonna do is is futile. So. <laughs> I don't think it's going to matter. I think he could get 100% Murr and still lose to Micah, so I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, I think Micah takes this one easy. Yeah. Um, who does he have to play? Because Montgomery's probably not going to play. ETN or Carter? Even with ETN or Carter, he's still going to win. He just has, like, uh, not Russell Wilson. <laughs> he has a big quarterback. And his quarterback will be the big difference, so. Yeah, you gotta yeah. get you gotta get Russell okay. out of there. I know, I know, I know you love him. I know all that stuff, but uh, yeah, you get you just can't play him. Uh, all this right. is gonna be his last week. He's got to let him try this week because he can't play Trevor Lawrence against Philadelphia. It just okay. Philly will eat that dude up. Fair enough. Breakout player time. Who do we got for a breakout player? Turtle, you got anybody in mind? 
I I think Aaron Jones has a huge week this week. It's not really like it's kind of an at the top player, but still, I, I think he has a better than average week. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna pick Deontay Johnson for Micah. Uh, he's been pretty solid this week, but no touch or this year, but no touchdowns. I think he gets into the end zone this week, and I think they're they're playing the Jets, right? So uh, that's always a good pick. So give me uh, Deontay Johnson for my breakout. All right, that is going to do it for the week four preview show, Fantasy Football Scoop and... All right, show's over, I'm tired. and poop fantasy podcast now available on itunes also email us at scoop and poop at gmail.com <laughs>